Have you ever said something that immediately when the words were like out of your mouth, you wish you could take them back? You thought to yourself, I probably shouldn't have said that, but it was just like bubbling up in you. Seinfeld talks about in that conversation, it's like the the speech bubble in the air and it hasn't even popped yet. You can actually tell the words are still kind of dangling. They haven't even been received yet, but they're out there. They're out there. And because they're out there, there might be consequences. Yes, you have freedom of speech in America, well, auspiciously at least, in America, but... Is that the right or the permission to speak freely? And that's what I want to talk about today on Leading Leaders. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. And I remember from back in the days when I was in the military that there were certain things that would come across one's mind that uh, the, the voicing of those opinions in some cases, was actually a legal matter. There were things that you might think, things that you might feel, and you might even think that as an American you have freedom of speech and you can speak about those things, but there were also things in the Uniform Code of Military Justice that said your right to your opinion and your right to free speech are also limited by the fact that right now you're a GI, which means government issue, which means everything you say and do actually represents the military even if you're not in the official capacity of representing the military. The fact that you are in the military has some people to presume that whatever you say, whatever opinions you have, whatever comes out of your mouth is the position of the military. And because that's true, you do not have the permission to say whatever it is you want to say. In fact, anything you say that might be defamatory toward the military as a whole or the U.S. government as a whole could land you in legal trouble, could get you court-martialed, could get you disciplinary or punitive punishment. And, and that's a big deal. Now, does that negate or override the freedom of speech that our Constitution guarantees? No, it just says that in certain environments, there's probably a better time to shut up. Beyond that, though, there's also this Just common sense ability, this relational ability to say, if I'm going to say something, even if my feelings tell me it's right, even if I feel like when I'm done saying it, I will feel better, even if my emotional response to the moment says, get it off your chest, just throw it out there, just blah, and just, you know, vomit what you feel, vomit your emotions verbally. There's probably good reason not to. I mean, maybe... Maybe the person you're about to say that to is going to smack you with their purse or the back of their hand or, I don't know, a heel kick. Maybe your voicing your opinion in this moment might turn into a physical altercation. Maybe you're voicing your opinion in this moment. Well, there's a reason the Miranda rights exist, right? You have the right to remain silent because anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have a right to an attorney. Why? Well, because they know things you shouldn't have said. And they're going to look back on everything you said and go, oh my gosh, I wish you hadn't said that. Now it's really hard for me to defend you because you said this when that's not what you meant. You said blah, 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 blah. Here's how that means, what that means in a legal standpoint. Here's what that means from your opinion or your 
your novice understanding of the issue. And those are hugely different. But also, you need to understand that sometimes you're going to say something that implicates a non-truth. You're, you're going to say something that in your way of thinking is a good idea to express. But what you're thinking about that issue is not what everybody else is thinking about that issue. That's kind of the place that many of our comedians are finding themselves these days where they have what they think is a funny line and they throw that line out there and suddenly all the networks that were publishing their content want to drop them. They don't want advertisers and sponsors supporting their events. They, they don't want any more ticket sales from this event. Uh, you're going to wear a mask or not wear a mask. They, they, they don't even want to perform for you. And, and that kind of... You have freedom of speech, but do you have permission to speak freely? It becomes a very fine sword. See, in the military, we actually uh, would have an official opportunity sometimes, and depending on the officer or the commanding officer or even just the higher ranking enlisted individual that if you were called to task in front of someone and you're standing there at attention and they're dressing you down for all the things verbally haranguing you for everything that they think you've done wrong, you might respond to that by saying permission to speak freely as a request. And here's what you're asking for. You're asking for the right in that moment that goes beyond freedom of speech, beyond, well, you can say anything you want to. Parenthetically, there will be significant consequences if what you say is inappropriate. That's just a fact of life. It might be a smack with a purse, a heel kick, a backhand. It might be an arrest. It might be incarceration. It might be cancel culture. You are free to speak anything you want to, but you are not free from the consequences of. Now, permission to speak freely, that's a little different because here's what permission to speak freely says. I have an opinion that I am aware before I state it might get under your skin. It might tick you off. It might ruffle your feathers or raise the hair on your back or your neck. And I'm asking you, I'm asking you in advance to put on your big boy pants and let me express to you what I truly feel in a way that you can hear it and listen and consider its value without taking the power and authority you have to crush me like a bug in response. But just to let me vent, let me say what I need to say, let me express my opinion and my feelings but without the major consequences. See, here's the other reality, though. There are times that we request that permission to speak freely, and the consequences still follow. In fact, there's a reason in United States precedent law, or law precedents, I'm not exactly the legal term for that, but there is a precedent in U.S. law that now falls under what they call the Whistleblower Act. And in the Whistleblower Act, it basically says, you can come forward with any amount of information that you want to, with any source of information that you want to, any type of information that you want to, and not be prosecuted just because you know it. I'll let that settle in for a minute, because here's what the 
actual whistleblower act implies. It implies that you have access to knowledge that if you weren't coming forward as a whistleblower, the fact that you know that implicates you in the crime that you know about. Not that you committed the crime or that you did the wrong deed, but the fact that you know about it means you could have prevented it, therefore you might be an accomplice. The Whistleblower Act says, hey, I just want to come forward and tell on these other people. I want to tattletale on the other ones who did something wrong, and I don't want to get in trouble for what we together did wrong. That's what the Whistleblower Act basically says. But a whistleblower is someone who's asking for permission to speak freely. I, I want to tell you what I know. I just don't want to have to suffer the consequences of what I'm about to say. Well, that's a, a unique feature in relationships. In an office place, you might see a sign or you might even hear from a, a leader, I have an open door policy. And the implication of the open door policy is, I am open to hear any kind of criticism, any kind of input, any kind of instruction, anything you would like to say to me that will help us to operate this, this organization better, I'm all ears. I want to hear it. And yet, I challenge you to realize that there are times that you will step up and share your insights, your information in an open door policy. And that open door policy is going to result in uh, your termination. <laughs> it might result in a bad relationship with the boss. It might result in I mean, you're not going to get the next promotion or your next five trips have just been canceled. It could result in a whole lot of bad things just because the door is open and the ear, by implication, is open to hear. And you have freedom of speech because it's a free country. That does not mean you have permission to speak freely. That's a very specific request. We also know of sometimes that uh, what we call a 360 meeting, the 360 feedback meeting, right? We all get around the round table and everybody <clears throat> just vents. They just share everything they want to say. They, they pour out what's on their chest. And we all know someone, if we've been in one of those meetings, that... Well, they just don't know the limit. They feel like this is the time that, man, if I don't like your color of socks, I'm going to tell you off on your color of socks. Or if I don't like the way your wife cooked the casserole for that last business meeting that we had where we all had potluck and everybody brought it and we know you don't cook, so it had to be your wife's casserole and it was nasty and, and I'm just going to tell you about it. There's a time and a place for everything. This is not it. And just because there's all the barriers are down and we're all equal kind of a meeting, you still should request permission to speak freely. And even if you have permission to speak freely, um, speak wisely. Even if you have permission to speak freely, speak wisely. Permission to speak freely doesn't get you off the hook of insulting people. Permission to speak freely doesn't give you the right to use derogatory terms. It doesn't give you the right to use racial slurs or sexual innuendos or sexual slurs. Permission to speak freely is the right to or the opportunity to voice your opinion and your thought that might be a little bit personal or controversial for the individual you're talking to. But it also might mean that this conversation really should be had in private, not in front of 50 other people. And that takes a lot of wisdom Unfortunately, we see today that there are a lot of people who will declare their freedom of speech right to say whatever they want to, whether it's an insult or it's derogatory or even if it's slander, legally by definition, slander. 
I have freedom of speech. I can say what I want to. Well, you can, but if it's untrue and it legally creates liability or it damages someone else's reputation, that's not freedom of speech. That's slander. There are laws against it and there are consequences for doing it. Even if you call yourself a journalist, you can be charged with it and prosecuted for it. And you should know that. Permission to speak freely doesn't override that either. That's why there are laws for it, to protect people against having their businesses and their reputations destroyed. Uh, what was that? Nick Sandman, I think was his name. <clears throat> a young man who was accused of a crime he did not commit. Never actually charged with a crime, but the media did a phenomenal job of painting him to be a, a vicious criminal, this teenage boy. The result of their permission to speak freely, their freedom of speech and freedom of the press to speak their opinion about him in a legally derogatory way ended up costing the media millions of dollars. Different organizations paid different amounts of fines, but almost everybody who spoke about him in a negative and destructive way ended up paying money. Did they lose their freedom of speech? No. Did they lose their right to speak freely? No. Do they have a right under either one of those to say things that are harmful, damaging, destructive, and most importantly, inaccurate? Well, no, they don't. And as a leader, you've got to know the difference between, well, I could say a lot of things, but these are not going to be beneficial to me. And, and the things that I'm thinking like this, well, that, that could just get me in trouble or burn a bridge or build a bad relationship. And, and I want to do that. And then there's probably that category of thing that you're thinking, the opinion that's rattling around inside your head, the emotions that are bubbling up inside you. They really want to express themselves in words that if you do that, you could face some legal trouble. Permission to speak freely, freedom of speech. They're different and they're not the same. In fact, I remember Ron White, the comedian Ron White, saying one time he was being arrested. He had been thrown out of a bar for drinking too much. And as the cops were showing up, one of the officers read him his Miranda rights, put the cuffs on him to put him in the car. Now, this may just be part of his bit, not a real-life experience for the man. I don't know, but it's part of the bit. And then he says in the bit, the officer read me my rights, and he said, you have the right to remain silent. And I replied to him, I know I have the right to remain silent. I just don't have the ability. And everything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law became the reality. So, you have the right to speak. You have the right to free speech. You have... Maybe even the permission to speak freely, depending on the person that you're talking to and whether you've asked for that. But you also have the right to shut up. You have the right to remain silent. Sometimes that's the better option. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.